Hey, business building warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I am proud of the episode that we have to bring to you today. It's another great example of the dozens, more accurately, probably hundreds of recent episodes of people who are using the proven Amazon course system to build amazing businesses from home in their spare time. So today's guest has a full-time corporate job. He only has a few hours per day, a few times per week to commit to his business. But in the past few months, I'll just read you his total sales for the past few months. When he got started with us, $15,000, then $22,000, then $25,000, then over forty, with a goal by the end of the year to be at $100,000. And that's the trajectory that he's on. That's his total sales using the proven Amazon course system that you've heard us talk about so much. He's hired a virtual assistant from the Philippines that we helped him get connected with through our Proven Replens VA program. And all this is in the show notes today, by the way, if you're trying to write down notes, there's no need. If you're on YouTube, look in the description of this video. If you're listening on your favorite podcast listening app, which is the way most people consume this show, in the show notes near this, there's going to be links to everything that we talk about today including our VA program, the Proven Amazon course. He's a coaching student with us. He talks about that experience and how great it's going, how great of an investment that was. But I just love that he is motivated to build something that allows him to eventually replace his beautiful corporate job that he's been in 20 years. He loves it, no complaints. But at some point, he would like to have the flexibility and freedoms that come with having your own business. So he's got that firmly in mind as he's building out this side gig that's very quickly turned into something special and beautiful. And something else I love about it is he's doing it with the intentionality of not being the one that touches the products, touches the boxes, touches the tape, ships to the customer. He doesn't have to do those things. As you've heard so many of the other guests that we've had, successful selling students on our program, he's automating his system. He's building a team of people that do these things. And most of his team is in the Philippines. He hasn't hired anybody in the United States yet. He has people in the Philippines doing the moving parts for him. And he's using a prep center, which we talk about today as well, how he uses a prep partner to receive all the inventory he buys. And they manage all the tape and the boxes and the shipping for him. So he's just watching his numbers. Currently, because of all the tools and everything that he's invested in so far in his business, his net margins are at about 13%, but those will quickly climb as he's made some of those one-time expenses and those absorb into his business. He'll be at around 20 or 25% is our projection very soon, which is fairly typical for this business. So his goal by the end of the year is to be at $100,000 in sales and at around a 20 to 25% net profit margin, as you'll hear him describe today. He drops some really cool new tips on us today, including a tip I'd never heard. It's a tool that he uses to help him watch Amazon for opportunities that he might otherwise miss. The third-party, very inexpensive software tip. Listen for that. I think you're going to truly love that tip, and we'll stick a link to it in the show notes as well. As I'm looking over the list... I think that covers all the introduction that I have for you. I think you're really going to enjoy our guest today. His name's Paul, and he's only been at this, like I said, for you know just a few months. He tried Amazon about a decade ago, sold a few things, let that account expire, but then he jumped in seriously recently, and things have really taken off fast. 
and it was truly a pleasure to get to know him today. So let me introduce you to Mr. Paul Sean Hoff. Enjoy this episode. So Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. It's good to finally meet you in person. Oh, it's great to meet you in person as well, as best we can do over Zoom anyway, right? Exactly. So let's get into your story, man. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, no problem. You know, um, I'm still in a corporate job right now, but um, you know, my my background is I'm a sales engineer. So I've been doing business to business sales, you know, uh, working for manufacturers and distributors for about the last 20 years. Oh wow. Um, yeah, I actually started on Amazon for the first time back in 2011. Back when I met my my wife now, we were engaged at the time and I had a probably about a thousand used DVDs that um, I collected over my college years. And um my she was she was was we were planning the wedding and planning to move in together. She wanted uh she, she wanted to bring those into the new place. So I yeah. set up an Amazon seller account back in 2011 and started selling used DVDs. And that, um, that sounds not unlike the story. I didn't have quite that much stuff to sell, but when when I was married to my wife and we we're kind of combining all our stuff in a small apartment, I noticed it was a lot of my stuff that it's like was very optional suddenly, right? And it's for, funny how that works, but uh, you know it makes for a yeah. Happy well, life, well, you know, you know she's got the touch for decorating. If I was in charge of decorating, it'd be a pretty scary out. out exactly. <laughs> she saw my bachelor pad. I saw her place, and uh, there there was definitely an upscale going on on her side. So. Exactly, man. If we're smart, we let the lady who wants to do that do it, man. So exactly. So you know uh, that didn't last too long. I, I sold out most of my DVDs, and uh, it was actually funny. I'd um. You know, I had a little spreadsheet of my, my monthly profits and I, you know, I was selling these things cheap. I was just trying to get rid of them. And mm-hmm. back then, um, there was no FBA. You could just, you could, you could charge for shipping. So I, I was selling them for a dollar or $2 and, you know, tacking on five for shipping and, you know, uh, or, or eight for shipping and, and making a little bit of money. But, um, my, I went out of town on a business trip and, uh, my fiance at the time, my wife now, and she, uh, I had a shipment of stuff that came in that I had to sell. So she prepped them all and then she went to go sell them and, uh, shipped everything first class and just wiped up my profit for the month. So oh, that was no. a good, fastest shipping option. Exactly. So that was a good experience on one communication and two, uh, you know, how quickly a bad decision can wipe out your profits. But, you know, back when Amazon started requiring to, uh, you know, they were going to collect, you know, uh, 1099s or send out 1099s for thing. I moved out of my DVD thing. I never thought about it for business again. So I just let my account expire. So I, I did not, was not able to start my business under the same seller account, which it would have been really nice to have a grandfathered account with DVDs yeah. and a whole bunch of items ungated. But oh, I had to start for over. Sure. That, that account was worth a lot of money had you maintained it and just to, to outright sell it, which by the way, we've got a company that, that buys unused accounts. I'll stick a link in oh, the show wow. notes. Um, but yeah, those can be worth money, those dormant accounts. Yeah, interesting. So so I came back to it actually recently, just about five months ago. And um, kind of the progression of what led me to pursue it. You know, I, I was in a corporate job uh, one company ago, and I moved up to be a, you know, I was a, like a regional director. And I had nine sales engineers reporting to me and and I was overweight. I was miserable, wasn't being the best father and uh, and husband I could be and and just... Things weren't things were on a good trajectory, and I had a recruiter call me, and you know they they had a company you know kind of in more of a niche industry still still match up well with my background. And I was able to kind of step back and go back to kind of a sales engineering role, but the compensation panel worked out to base you know kind of matched where I was at the at the director level. So I was able to cut that at you know stop traveling as much. I was still traveling because I, I still had to go visit the customers, but it allowed me to be, like engage with my family again. And then six months after taking that new job, COVID happened. So all of a sudden, I was home for two years. I'd been gone my entire marriage, entire um, 
entire you know kids. I have a six year old boy and a four year old girl, and so they were babies. And when COVID broke, yeah. and I was able to be home, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And then uh, you know I was able to lose weight. I lost sixty pounds. I was able to uh, kind of get my mental sanity back and get my uh, you know reengage as a better man, a better father, a better husband. Good for you, dude. And, uh, just a lot of people started. used that scary time frame to let their faith, finances, fitness, all those things that matter, friendships kind of slide, yeah. right? And and you said, hey, you know what? I'm going to get serious about this. That's yeah, I fantastic. Home. I had Good no excuses. You. And, uh, you know, I know COVID uh, was, was bad for a lot of people. And, you know, I, we were able to stay employed. I was able to stop traveling for uh, for about two years. And, and I was able just to re-engage with my family in a way that I hadn't been prior. And so it, it was nothing but blessings for me. You know, we, we took, uh, took lemons and made some lemonade. Man, that's awesome, dude. And you started some e-commerce activity back up in there at some point. Yeah. So, so you know, I've been with the company now that I'm with currently, and I've been there with them now for two and a half years, and they actually offered me a new role. And it was um, kind of a global business development role, but I, I was no longer needed a company car. So they, um, I had to go buy a car kind of right as inflation was hitting and, and gas prices were going up and so all that was going to be on my expenses. So I, I started looking up, just went down the rabbit hole of, on YouTube of... Uh, you know, passive income and things like that. And I saw the regular traps. I saw the uh, the private label stuff. And I, I never paid for a course, never took any ventures into that. But I saw all the free YouTube videos and, uh, you know, 20 years of sales experience and uh, my BS detector went off pretty hard. So uh, I was Good able to avoid you, that trap. You know? <laughs> a lot of people without someone sitting on their shoulder, whispering in their ear, it's a yeah. trap. You know, they fall into that. When you start talking about Amazon, they think that's the way to go. And just, you know, if if I could do the mini commercial for the sake of, you know, those who have listened to this show for a while have heard me say this 30 times now, but if you happen to be new, you're crazy to try to launch a private label brand or a new unique product or put your own label on a product as your first foray into selling on Amazon. You've got about a 5% chance of succeeding. You got about a 95% chance of spending a ton of money and having a bunch of product in your garage and an angry spouse who can't park their car there anymore, which is never good. So yeah, we start a very different path for our new sellers around here, which is one reason we have about 1,400 tagged success stories in our 70,000 member Facebook group, which is free if you want to check it out, silentgym.com. End of commercial. <laughs> but I had to say it since you brought it up, man. Like once you well, have hey. a private label, we love private label, Paul, but at the right stage of growth, it's not a newbie activity ever. Absolutely, absolutely. So... Then I kind of stepped back and I started researching the different business models. And actually, the the way I found your community was actually through Rich Prodder's wholesale training. Coming from a background of working for manufacturers and distributors, you know, over over my tenure in the corporate world, that just kind of called out to me. So um, I first found the community through signing up for his class as a standalone. I didn't realize it was part of a bigger program. I didn't understand, you know, it was part of you know the the proven Amazon course in general, the pack, as well, we like to call it. So I, I went in there and I started consuming the materials and I learned about wholesale through a replen mindset and it kind of connected me to the whole process. Through after that, I started you know um, just researching just the different models in general and I actually found in your podcast secondly, which led me to the Facebook group and then I found the replens method. So I was able to kind of see this wholesale that kind of made sense for me, but also just the OARA replens model of finding products that you can continually restock and stay in stock on and sale and just buy them for standard pricing and just be available and offer them on Amazon for a value add service of having delivered in two days to the customer's houses. And that made a lot of sense to me as well. So 
I had gone through the wholesale path of setting up my LLC, getting a resale certificate. I had a website. I signed up two or three distributors and I was doing a little bit of business that way. But then I also kind of simultaneously started going out on the weekends and doing uh, scanning shelves and you know, not UPCs, but product labels and uh, typing, in, uh, typing in product names and trying to find some products. And um, really with the RA, where I was in a corporate job and then still trying to build the other stuff, I just realized that it was... Uh, it probably wasn't at the place to put the full effort into it and be scalable. So I, I transitioned to an OA background. So as I moved over to OA, you know, um, I was able to just dive the, the pack training materials and just understand that business. And then, you know, I, by that point, I understood that the basic tools I needed, the keep of the rep seller, I used a few others as well. But I was able to develop those tools and start to understand what you look for, you know, like on the keep of graphs and for your profitability and to build out a system of finding products, you know, that I can uh, put into my inventory and start offering them up through uh, Amazon FBA. And Beautiful, was, uh, Paul. I'm going to fill in a couple gaps. If anyone happens to be new, I like to keep on my new listener hat for the for those who maybe this is their first or second or fifth episode. You haven't listened to 20 or 30 of these. You just use some acronyms and things that are very common around this community. And, you know, trust me, I would talk in acronyms all day if I could, but there's a lot of new listeners. So let me just fill in a couple of things. You mentioned that the the wholesale course by Rich Potter, which is phenomenal content. Some people may not realize we've had people pay $10,000 to go to Rich's warehouse and spend three or four days there with a small group and go through that content. Plus you get the hands-on, you see the warehouse, you see the team, You know, it's a great experience. But that exact content is now one of the dozens of modules contained inside the pack, as we call it around here, right, Bob? The proven Amazon course. So that module is one of many modules that are in there. And you mentioned OA, online arbitrage. That's just shopping online versus going to a retail store. So when you hear someone say OA, that just means they don't want to get in their car and go to a store. They want to shop online and buy their inventory that way, online arbitrage. And you mentioned RevSeller and Keepa, a couple of very popular tools around here. The beautiful thing about this model, and I'm not educating you because you know this, Paul, but for the listener, if you don't realize it is... There's one $20 a month piece of software that you need to get rocking. And we've got people with seven-figure businesses and they only use the free Amazon seller app and Keepa, about 20 bucks a month. Go back and listen to podcast episode 369 if you don't know and appreciate what Keepa is and why it's so different and how it's better than any other tool on the market for Amazon sellers at 20 bucks a month. And uh, we have no stake, ownership stake in Keepa. It's just the best at what it does. So go listen to podcast episode 369. But I think that gets us up to speed. RevSeller is another popular tool, provenamazoncourse.com slash RevSeller. I use it. The guy who created that tool, actually, I'll stick a link in the show notes. Um, but the guy who created it's from our community. And we were the first place he rolled it out. So we still get a great discount for our community on it. But it puts some really useful information right on amazon.com when you use it, right on the screen. That helps the pop the profitable products jump off the page at you. Basically, uh, that's the best way to summarize that. But Paul, you're doing great. Sorry to interrupt you. I just got to keep the newbies up to speed, man. Absolutely. So, so yeah. So after I proved out the business model and I started seeing some profit come back, I really decided that this was going to be for me. I mean, it just it just lit a fire in me. It's something completely different than the in the, in the corporate world. And I, I knew that not just trying to fund my new truck that I wanted to buy, you know, because I had to give up the company car and not just have it be a side hustle and side money. I knew this is something I wanted to build a business for. So I started researching the different options. I was already involved in the Facebook community and I've already been listening to the podcast. And so I uh, heard about the uh, coaching program that you guys have off to offer. So uh, very quickly, I mean, I, I got my first sale in end of March. 
And I think I only did a couple hundred bucks in March. I think I got my first sale about the 27th that month. And I just, just uh, sold a few items in that, that month. But then April, um, I went in pretty heavy and started, started going full force and did about $8,000 in my first month. Now, is um, that I, March last year or this year? This year. So yeah, so been, we're just talking a few months ago because here we are in August. Five months. Coming up on September. You're about five months into being serious about this. So when did you get a coach? Exactly. I got a coach by the end of April. So Okay. So you started in and March I, of 2022. By the end of April 2022, you had one of our coaches. So yeah, you're you're pretty green still, man. I love it. You're speaking with a great deal of confidence and fluency about all this. Well, I, I, only been I in jumped in. Months. Yeah, exactly. I jumped in full force. And mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm a firm believer in training and education, you know, I, I believe that there's um, there's an experience curve, you know, which is a pretty pretty standard concept. That's and wisdom. you either you either pay that with time and effort, or you can you can kind of jump ahead by paying it. But I I truly believe that you're going to pay it either way because you're either going to pay it with mistakes and yep. you're going to cost yourself money, or you're going to pay it to get that experience from somebody else who's gone through the battles. And uh, you're just going to put yourself further down that experience curve. As I'm listening to you say that, it reminds me a lot of the the thing, and you've experienced this. You know, you can pay. Being healthy is expensive. Mm -hmm. You can either pay for it a few minutes a day, making good choices, staying in shape, or you can pay a whole lot of money later to get yourself out of the hospital after you've been there for six months. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's it's the same. It's the same kind of thing with with using a coach, building a business, you're going to have to pay eventually. You're going to have to pay a whole bunch of time, effort, energy, and mistakes, or you're going to have to pay for someone who knows what they're talking about to get their time and attention to walk you through exactly. the process more quickly. Right. I love that. Good analogy, man. Well, good. Yeah. So I started working with uh, Gary and Gabe Mosley, and uh, I mean, they've just been wonderful. They're um, incredible. They are. So just just the systems they've created of becoming hands-off and, and using a prep center, never touching the, the inventory, yep. using VAs to do their purchases. I mean, it mm-hmm. wasn't exactly where I was looking to get there right away, but it was definitely something that I saw as a long-term strategy and just to learn everything that they've gone through and, and, and the systems they've built to automate their business has been extremely helpful for, for me coming up to scale. Yeah. we've And I can't believe sometimes we've got 60 coaches of Gary and Gay Mosley's quality, just incredible people who have been through the system. They've not unlike you, Paul, that you know, they started off just experimenting and then it grew into something. And then they're leaving their full-time jobs and now they're traveling full-time, never touching their inventory. And they've built an amazing system. And oh, by the way, with their spare time, they're coaching some other people how to do the business. I'm very proud of our coaching program. There's a link at silentgym.com for that too, if you want to investigate it. If you're listening, you want to check that out. But all of our coaches are, as Paul just described, like Gary and Gabe that have gone through our program. They've got a teacher's heart. They've succeeded wildly in the stuff we teach around here. And they're willing to spend a little time with folks like they're doing with you now, Paul. That's great. I'm glad you got paired up with them. We're actually doing some exciting projects with those guys, the whole automating the entire business thing. We're really dialing that in right now. Uh, Super exciting stuff. Yeah, good coaches for sure. Yeah, great. I mean, just from what I've heard about just from being in the community and seeing the feedback, I mean, just uh, any coach that gets mentioned comes with the same kind of feedback of uh, just how much they they care and how much they're willing to work with you and just the value received of you know making that payment and you know receiving that kind of uh, mentorship. You know, it's uh, it's just it's just it's been crucial in my business. Thanks for sharing that, buddy. Appreciate it. Yep. But no. Um, so one thing you know, coming from kind of the idea of you know wholesale is of where I eventually wanted to go. But then learning more about their business, they really challenged me to, you know, I had this dream of, of, you know, continuing doing the prep myself and to eventually get my own warehouse and to have a full, you know, wholesale operation with a warehouse. And that's not completely off the table. 
but they did challenge me to focus as I was focusing on scaling, you know, the benefits of using a, a prep center in a tax-free state. So um, I had tried a prep center in my home state of Florida um, first, and I wasn't receiving the tax-free benefit. It just wasn't the right fit. So I, I had discounted that and kind of went back to my own prepping. But then eventually I did find a partner in Montana, which is a sales tax-free state. And since then, it just it's just been it's just been great to be able to focus on only for on sourcing and managing my business, not having to touch the inventory, and just seeing how that affects your scaling and uh, your growth has been tremendous. That's awesome. Talk me through if I was if I'm new. How do you use online arbitrage in a prep center? Like, what's involved there? What are you talking about? Yeah, so I'm just looking for any site, any kind of retail site that you would normally use. Um, you know, matching products up to Amazon listings that already exist. And I'm not shipping them to myself. I'm shipping them to my prep center in Montana. And because they're, they're in a sales tax-free state, you know, I receive those benefits of a, of a sales tax. And like my, for me and my business, my break-even, I, I think, because I'm in a 7% sales tax um, county in Florida. So it's somewhere between $23 and $24. If my buy cost is over that, I'm actually making money on the deal by having the products prep for me. Right, because they're charging you a couple dollars for prep. Exactly, they're charging me a couple dollars for prep. Maybe it's a dollar or so. You know, there's a little bit of a premium service for uh, for bundles, but um, you know, at the end of the day, it um, the math just works. That you know, I, I, I at the end of each month, I kind of run a calculation and I say, here's my buy cost and what I've spent for the month, and I run that seven percent on it, and then I look back and see what I paid him, and it's always you know, the advantage is always on my side. Yeah, absolutely. And for those completely unfamiliar with what we're talking about, let me just explain the same thing from a slightly different angle. When you shop online, if you live in a state that charges sales tax, you get charged sales tax. But if you have it shipped to, say, a friend or someone you know in a state that doesn't have a state sales tax, which is there's a handful of states in the U.S. that that's the case, then there's no extra sales tax paid on that purchase. And if that happens to be your prep center that's receiving your items for you instead of it coming to your front porch, now you're paying less. Full disclosure, however, a decent accountant and a little tracking of the records, you get that money back anyway. And pretty much as far as I know, no matter where you live in the US, you get that money back as a credit. But it requires extra tracking and you've got to keep track of the sales taxes and the receipts. And, you know, there's a little extra tracking that goes involved there. So it's, you know, I want to pay a little homage to the prep centers out there that are in tax paid states. Like it's the same as working with them. There's just a little more work that goes into tracking the numbers. But yeah, beautiful arrangement. And we've got a whole list of prep centers for those who don't know as a free list at prepcenternetwork.com if you want to use a prep center. That's what our international students have to do. Mm-hmm. If you live here in the US, you have the option. But if you want to sell in the US from outside the US, you have to use a prep center. That's who takes your deliveries for you and gets them ready for Amazon. So there's that. But yeah, keep it going, man. I'm loving your story. Yeah, no, so... um. So just, you know, after, after signing up the prep center and all that, you know, I went through, I, I really saw the next bottleneck in my business as being, you know, uh, getting my eyes onto more and more ASINs that I could, that I could sell, you know, at, at you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you, to, to scale the business, you need to buy more profitable inventory and it's the only way you can grow. You can learn as much as possible. You can, you know, take off some of the tasks that don't make you money, but if you don't buy more profitable inventory, your business isn't going to grow. So. um you know, I, I went through the VA, the proven VA program, and and got a, uh, a VA through Kyle Curtis's uh, program that he manages for your for your group, and um, that's that's been great. I mean, I I did have a my first VA was really good, and she um 
she was focused on a few stores and she was sending me profitable items every day, but just she had some personal stuff that wasn't able to scale up to be full time. So I talked, reached out to Kyle and you know, I was really looking for somebody that could be full time to really help my business grow to the next level. And so um, he had kind of offered me a couple of scenarios to figure it out. We could either keep, you know, I'd have two VAs uh, part time or, or replace it. And I just said, from a fit standpoint, it probably made sense just to have one full time that I could manage just, just uh, from an efficiency standpoint, just manage one person at that point until I needed more. He right away got me a VA within the next week. And, you know, now I'm on my second VA through the program and, and, you know, I've had her on board for about two months and it's been great. I mean, they come trained, they, um, they're trained in the replan model. So, um, you know, they, they wake up because of the time zone difference and they, they give you a list of, of profitable products and you, you evaluate them. You still have to do some work on them to make sure they're right. And there's still going to be some training you need to do to make sure that they learn my business and my particular needs, but it's it's been great for scaling. That's awesome. Well, give me some more specifics on that program. And I love you've got a couple months in now that you've had some experience with it. Of course, Paul's talking about the Proven Replens VA. There's a lot of links we're talking about today. This will all be in the show notes. If you're scribbling down furiously, taking notes, just look at the links near this audio or video, wherever you're watching or listening. ProvenReplensVA.com is the program. But give us a little more specifics, if you don't mind. What are you paying? What does it, what does it cost you per hour to keep this virtual assistant uh, working for you? Like you said, 40 hours a week, I assume. And and since it's the Philippines, they're working while you're sleeping. So you wake up to a nice list every day, right? Talk us through it a little bit. Yeah. So I started off, I've kind of adjusted the compensation a little bit as, as I've progressed with my VA, but started off $4 an hour. And, um, you know, when she first started, you know, she was able to work part-time, but then she quickly wanted to uh, increase her income and create, you know, increase her standard of living. So she started working full-time. I decided at one point because um, I had changed some of my parameters on her and tried to adjust her to go towards like higher velocity product and reduce the margin just a little bit to kind of optimize my cash flow. And it, it kind of it messed the whole thing up. You know, I had like a good system going and, and uh, it, it kind of really threw her for a loop and I was getting a lot of bad deals coming my way. So that I wanted to send some additional training to uh, kind of align her with my thought process and my business goals. So I went back and now I give her a I give her a salary that falls just under. It's still based upon four dollars an hour, but it's just under where forty hours of pay would be. And then she gets paid bonuses based upon the ones that I mark as good and the ones that I'm able to buy. So it creates her one to think about what I'm looking for as far as a good buying decision. And then also to take that extra step of looking to see if it's in stock, out of stock. You know, I still want to see the stuff is out of stock because in a replant model, you come back to those things and there's ways to set alerts to see if they come become available again. And if you can yeah. scoop that inventory before somebody else, right. you have an advantage if it's a hard to get item. Are you using Keepa to do that? Keepa. And also um, I use another tool. There's another tool that's like, I think it's like $20 a month that's called a Watchit. And you're actually able to set, I think, watch it or something, watch it. But it's you're actually able to set HTML change alerts on websites. So you're able to track up to 100 at a time for the base price, and you can actually scan an area of a website. And when that changes, you can get a you can get a text alert or an email alert. So kind of um, it was kind of a new tactic that I employed recently, but it's really helped me on out of stock items, especially as we're continuing to see um, supply chain issues in the U.S. That um, if something's out of stock, I can just highlight that area where it doesn't allow you to select the quantity to buy. And when that changes on the HTML code, um, I get an alert. And if I'm somewhere near my computer or phone, I can just click on that, get to it, and try to buy the quantities I already have documented that I would want to buy once it's in stock. So I've done all the homework, have all the data, 
and just try to be first to jump on the opportunity when it comes back in stock. That's brilliant. I say all the time, man, the best part of the job that I have is these interviews. And the reason is literally every single time, even someone who's only been doing it since March, April, May, June, July, six months, (laughs) I've been doing this 20 years. You just gave me a tip. I say that all the time, the new people coming in and their different perspective and background experiences. And you got a bit more of a a, a engineering type brain, a process oriented kind of guy. Like there's going to be things you discover that even guys, those of us with a team of 60 coaches, and I've been doing this 20 years, I've never heard that tip and it's brilliant. Let me restate it for myself and for those who maybe have never heard it before. And I appreciate you letting this in on your little secret there, but you know, there's millions and millions of listings on Amazon, right? And that's the nature of this community. We don't see each other as competitors. We see each other as fellow business building warriors and we're trying to spur each other on with the best tools and resources and ideas, right? So you got this tool and I'll I'll stick it in the show notes if you don't mind helping me spell it properly before we part ways here, but called Watch It. And you can watch a little section of any website. And if that section changes, you get an alert. And so you're watching the, are there any available for sale area of different listings on Amazon? And when something comes available for sale again, there you go. You can use Keepa as well. If you can set up price alerts and drops per month alerts, or you can, you know you can do all kinds of things with Keepa. So you can see if something starts to get active again after it's gone inactive, and say, hey, you know, there's some of those available in the world now. Um, there's a lot of listings on Keepa. A lot of people along these same lines. I won't go real deep into this strategy, but just because it's not selling doesn't mean it's out of stock. It may mean the sellers just all stop selling it. And if someone would just bring one along. It'd, it'd sell instantly. So learning to recognize that pattern on a keep a chart can be a huge benefit. That's something a virtual assistant can do for you as well. And before I turn you loose again, Paul, I just want to make sure we've thoroughly covered for the new listeners, especially this proven replens VA concept and $4 an hour. That sounds like barely above slave labor. Well, you got to keep in mind, it spends like about eight times that if you live in the Philippines. So we've got people with college degrees in the Philippines earning 2 and $3 per hour. And we're offering them a very competitive wage where the average wage is $1 per hour on the island in the Philippines. We're offering very competitive wages. And you can incent them, like you said, Paul, hey, every time you find me a winner that's going to put money in my pocket, I'm going to give you a piece of that. So you end up having very happy, very motivated workers. And we've done this for hundreds of the sellers in our community at this point. And the vast majority of them that I've spoken to are saying things like you're saying, Paul, yeah, I'm waking up every day with great profitable inventory I can go buy and flip based on the proven Amazon course replens model. So we've trained them, we turn them over to you, and then they work just for you, which is unique in the industry as well. A lot of these, um, there's other services out there that have virtual assistants, but they may be working for 15 or 20 other sellers while they're working for you. We have them commit to working for one seller. That makes that yeah, pretty exactly. special. Um, yeah, just to reinforce your message, I mean, she sent me a, you know, we, we communicate most of our communicating through Skype. And, um, you know, I give feedback on every single lead that she drops on the lead sheet and whether it's good or bad, because I want to reinforce the good, be- you know, the good leads and why I thought it was good. So it kind of reinforces that message with her. But then also if I see something of a reason why I didn't buy it, I want to communicate that message to her as well. And uh, one day she just sent me a picture of her family and she said, this is the family that I'm working for. And she sent me a picture and, you know, and I, I sent her a picture of mine, you know, with my wife and two kids. I said, this is my family that I'm doing this for. You know, we're all trying to just make better lives for or people, right? That's so, right. That's right. You know, I just yesterday interviewed on a podcast episode. It may or may not have come out by the time people hear our discussion today, but with someone from the Philippines who now lives in the United mm-hmm. States, who's a student of ours, who's doing very well, building a great business. And 
with the money. I mean, she's not making hundreds of thousands of dollars or anything. She, she's making a significant, you know, income per month. She's able to buy an apartment building with her family as an investment who still lives in the Philippines. She's able to support them with several hundred dollars a month, which is the equivalent of somebody working full time. You know, it's a full time salary just coming because she's able to do it because of this business and, and help it, putting them to work in her business. And it, it's just a beautiful thing. It's, it's a special relationship right now at this point in time in history. And it's been this way for about a decade. And I don't see it changing anytime soon between the Philippines and the United States. They just, Filipinos typically, not as a mass blanket covering statement, it covers all of them, but as a, as a general rule, they love America. They speak English well. They love families. They're very honest, hardworking, and and it's a bragging. It's a point of of pride for them to say, "Hey, I work for a U.S. based company." They just they love they love the U.S. dollar. They enjoy working for Americans, and it's just a big opportunity. They they're a very entrepreneurial culture as well. So they you know they jump in and help you grow your business. It's a beautiful arrangement. So if all that sounds interesting, Proven Replens VA is, is a service that we have to help you with specifically growing your Amazon business using a virtual assistant from the Philippines. But uh, yeah, thanks, Paul, for that commercial, that mini commercial. Uh, we're very proud of that program. And Kyle's doing a, a tremendous job with it. He's managing. He left a full-time job where he was working about 50, 60 hours a week to manage that program for us. And uh, he's got a robust Amazon business of his own as well, of course. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you mentioning it. Yeah, no, and it's, I mean, you might joke that it's commercial, but it's, you know, it's only worth bringing up because it is truly one of the things that have driven my my growth. So you can do it on your own. I've heard people that have run seven-figure businesses sourcing completely themselves. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm still in my corporate job and I'm, I'm, I have a number I have to hit in order to make this, um, replace my, my income. And I'm kind of trapped in that of having a successful corporate job that, that level's kind of high for me. And, um, I know a lot of this community sends their kids to, uh, to you know, homeschool their children, and you know, um, I completely agree with that mentality. But I, I've kind of taken the other route, and I, I pay for uh, for private, you know, uh, bait bait schools. So I have that extra level of expense and all that through. So you know, in order to make this full time, I really have to get to a certain level and create a, right. a certain level of stability in this business, and that's been instrumental in allowing me to grow while also still you know giving my my responsibilities to my corporation that I work for. Yeah. It's a lot of commitments and, and responsibilities that are on us, you know, and this this business opportunity gives us the chance to start to imagine and dream and then make a reality. And I, I could be home with flexible hours and make those kind of numbers happen. And so, you know, I call it bringing dads home for me. I don't know what if I know what it feels like to be a dad that gets to come home. That was me 20 years ago, about as long as you've been in this career. That's about when I stepped into being home full time with my door right there open 95% of the time and kids coming and going and they're growing up and getting married now but we raised our kids under that environment that was their reality that's all they've ever known and such a blessing to you know have dad around and, and to be in the picture as a dad i understand i don't know what it's like to be a mom i don't know that journey but i know what it feels like to be a dad who gets to be around and be able to provide while being flexible man it's a dream not everyone gets there that it is possible so how many hours a week have you carved out, Paul, to put into the business while you're still meeting your corporate obligations? What's the reality there? Yeah, the reality is, I mean, um, it's scaled back recently just because you know I've outsourced both the VA and the, um, and the prep center. But early on, I was waking up four o'clock in the morning and doing four hours of work before my corporate job started. And I was probably doing four or five at night too after my kids went to bed. 
And, uh, you know, I was on a pace that just wasn't going to be sustainable. I'd, I'd do all my prep on the weekends and it, it, it might take me, based upon all the buying I was doing, it it would take me six to seven hours to prep everything and just do one big shipment every week. But now that I've, um, I've outsourced, I'm still growing faster than I was at the start. Um, and, I, and I've really started to see the numbers kind of start to ramp up, but I'm probably doing an hour in the morning and then probably about, you know, two or three again at night. So I'm doing somewhere between, you know, three and four hours total. Um, a day. And the payoff has just been enormous recently. That's phenomenal. You're seeing the benefit of leverage, growing a team, right? Only doing the things that only you can do. And as you start with your coaches, Gary and Gay Mosley being one of the most beautiful possible uh, examples of what I'm trying to illustrate, there's not a whole lot left at the end of the day for you to do if you're doing the things that only you can do in this business, because you can find people for $4 an hour in the Philippines to do the vast majority of the heavy lifting for you. And they're thrilled to do it. You're just kind of managing the numbers. You're stepping back like, wait, I don't have to be the one that puts tape on boxes. Wait, I don't have to be the one that buys the products when we find the good ones. Wait, I don't have to be the one that finds the new inventory or that monitors the account health. You just step back, step back, and suddenly you've got a team running a business. And you're managing people and you're managing a team versus staying up till three in the morning looking through websites. Exactly. You know, the one nice thing about when I was doing prep myself is I was able to get my kids involved on that. So because I was on the weekends, they were able to come into the garage and there may have been a few crooked labels ended up in FBA for my six-year-old son trying to match up uh, exactly on the UPC. But the amazing thing was my four-year-old daughter, everything was straight as a whistle. So there was just something going on there with uh, the difference of girls and boys. Yeah, that's beautiful. And the kids got to experience that. And I would encourage you, you know, that overflow of this business, Keep them involved, man. Like, you know, you're going to get some returns that need to go to eBay. Mm -hmm. Keep them involved. Facebook Marketplace, hey, time to take some pictures. And we got some people coming by to pick up inventory today, put them in charge of collecting the money. And just, you know, this is what we do as a family. The benefit I've seen in our family from having the kids involved is that entrepreneurial spirit. Like our family is about serving others. And as a bonus, we get paid to do it, right? And just kind of drive that lesson into your whole house. Man, it pays huge dividends. So you you have plenty of opportunities to keep some of it under your own roof, but you don't have to fill your garage with inventory to do this business big. You know that that message really resonates with me because um you know I, I was born and I was actually born in St. Louis where Jimmy Smith's from, and uh, my parents are from Indianapolis where you live, and um, I actually live in Florida now. But um, I married a girl that her parents Im- immigrated to uh, Cuba from Cuba in the '60s, so they were wow. the ones that saw what was going on in that country. Yes. And uh, escaped. You know, they were the business owners that were had their businesses seized by the government, and they came here. I know that my... story well. Castro yeah. came in, not to interrupt you, but uh, man, I, I love the stories of people from the fifties and sixties who were adults mm-hmm. in Cuba talking about Castro and the dangers of socialism and communism. The business owners, especially, man, I would love to meet those people. Somebody, because correct me if I'm wrong, but he basically came in and said, "Okay, there's anyone who owns any currency, you now have nothing." Everybody gets $300 of the new currency. I own all businesses now. And just destroyed families, lives, businesses, just flat. And that's the danger of that. Yeah. So they went through that and then escaped. Did they escape legally? Or did, they, did they jump on a raft escaped, or what? No, they, they, they escaped legally. So it was my wife's grandfather who, who passed last year. He was 94 years old. He had owned a series of laundromats in, in town and they were all seized by the government. But he had seen the way it was going and saw kind of kind of where you talk about the cultural battle that's kind of waging in this in this country right now. He had yeah. seen the way that that battle was going in Cuba back then. So he started sending his siblings to the United States legally. 
and wow. sending money with them. So he was able to pull quite a bit of money out of his business before it was completely seized by the government. And then he was able to get his his documentations and show up. Yeah. And so my my in-laws um, were children when they came. My father-in-law was eight and my mother-in-law was two. So they they grew up mostly in the United States, but they had that that immigrant like work ethic yeah, and that appreciation for mm-hmm. how great this country is. I mean, just yeah. second to none. Yeah, you know, I grew the, up- Some of the greatest patriots you'll ever meet. People who Absolutely. came over on a raft or barely escaped with their lives from, you know, all those places where people are trying to come from. You know, now it's Central America. Just patriotic and love the country and what the, what America stands for, the best of it. Man, I would love to meet them. They're the best. They're the best. So, um, you know, the one, the one unfortunate thing that kind of happened was my in-laws grew up with that, that strong entrepreneurial spirit. And they, they actually were high school dropouts and started a business and they were actually able to sell their business and retire in the 40s, their 40s and age-wise, not the 40s, 1940s. But, um, right. but they, they saw, they kind of bought into that American thing of send your kids to college, get them corporate jobs, you know, sure. play it safe. And so they sent both my, my wife and my brother-in-law to colleges and they were the first people in their family to receive a college degree. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But um, they kind of lost that, hey, start young and start a business and build something you can pass on to your kids. So just now, like my brother-in-law and my wife are starting to build like a real estate thing on the side and I'm doing this and we're all trying to um, build again through like, you know, kind of all separate enterprises, but all kind of putting together kind of, um, you know, kind of our, our different pieces together to create, you know, the system together of entrepreneurship and pass that on to our kids because we're just seeing the way things are going and we just want to renew that spirit because it's alive in the family, but it's yeah. kind of uh, kind of dwindled a little bit. Yeah. And it's a topic I don't spend a whole lot of time, you know, I'm more on my personal Facebook page and when I'm speaking to church groups and such, I'll spend more time on it. This podcast is kind of, you know, it's e-commerce focused and building mm-hmm. a successful business focused, but I absolutely, it resonates with me when you talk about kind of the direction our culture is going. And one of the biggest red flags that scares me is, and you can go back to Cuba before it collapsed, and you can go back to to Russia, the way it was treated during communist Russia till the till you know the early '90s when the communism fell in Russia. Business and profit and success are painted as an evil by those in leadership. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you start seeing that, man, that's a scary place to be. The people that are making things happen, creating opportunity, creating products, creating jobs, they suddenly become the enemy. And they're treated with disdain and hatred. The whole eat the rich thing, the French Revolution was like, that's a scary place to be. You're on the borderline of collapse of that culture. And you can see little signs of that in our culture. So we're here fighting back against that. Say, no, build a profitable business. Earn a lot of money, serve well. You know, and I I see these as biblical messages uh, for sure as well. So I spend a lot of time on that. Have I talked you into reading business secrets from the Bible yet by any chance? Have you you know, that um, that's, that's next up on my queue. I, I've, I've listened to every podcast. So I've probably heard it mentioned uh, dozens and dozens of times. You'll love it. But um, it's actually next up on my list. I actually got the, uh, the audio book because um, I, you know, I do a lot of exercise and walks. And so sure. you know, I, I do, I always do real books too, but it's just audio. I can get through them faster because right. I, I have more times where I can listen and not actually read. So Sure. My next that's what audio I do book. I'm audiobook yep. only guy for the most part. But when I first picked up a copy of that book, I'd encourage you to do this before you jump in. Just read through the the, the chapter titles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to love this book just from the chapter titles. I'm like, finally, someone wrote the book that needed to be written. It's phenomenal, regardless of worldview. I mean, this my friend, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, who wrote the book, he's an Orthodox Jewish rabbi. I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. right? Some people are like, 
what do you guys have in common? Well, you know, the Torah, the Old Testament is similar and it is exactly the same, but the way he identifies the principles and in, in, from a very scientific, he calls it a, a longitudinal study of human behavior. We got 2000 years of evidence behind these concepts. So to ignore them is, is ridiculous. You know, from a very scientific vantage point, you're like, okay, this stuff's been proven and he proves it. He breaks it down and then he gives you the lessons and uh, it's very practical. It's what we've used around here to drive our business forward. You know, the way we do the education side and the Amazon selling the e-commerce side, it's all rooted in those concepts. So yeah, I think you'll love it. And for the listener too, Business Secrets from the Bible by Rabbi Daniel Lappin, my good friend. And if you ever have a chance to interact with him, be sure and tell him that I sent you because uh, I always like when you hear from people from this community uh, becoming new fans. He's got a great podcast too, by the way. Yeah, I'm excited for it. You know, I, like I said, it's next up on my list. So I'm hoping in the next few days I'll be, be ready to jump in. And yeah, yeah let me know what it. you think. Send me your feedback. Will do. Well, yeah, I know do. you're on a bit of a timeline. So am I today. I've got another podcast episode right on the heels of this one. I'm looking forward to that one as well. I love my job. But give us some numbers because I, I want to make sure and paint a, as accurate a picture as possible for where you're at. I mean, you just, you've just been doing this. You got a coach in April. Here we are in August. That's not that long. You've hired a virtual assistant just a couple months ago. But where are you at? And what's your trajectory? Where are you trying to get? Yeah, really, um, my trajectory is to be having $100,000 months. You know, I, I want to build a million-dollar business. And that's really the number I've put out there as far as be able to pull an income and keep my, my family's quality of life up and keep you know kind of our budgets intact. But then also still to not have money being able to go back into business and, and keep it growing. Because if you're not growing, you're, you're dying, right? That's right. So, um, <laughs> so I, I've been doing this since you know just five months now. So in April was my first full month, and I did eight thousand dollars in revenue. And my that month, my my profit was was very low, but I, I made a few dollars. In May, you know, my first month with the coaching, you know, I I did uh, just over fifteen thousand, so almost double where I was in in April. And then in June, it jumped to twenty two thousand. In July, it jumped to twenty five thousand. And right now in August, I'm at 35.8 today. My um, last 30 days is actually 41,000. And so based upon my run rate in just the month of August, I'm expecting to do between 45 and 50. Yeah, as you say, we got another month left in August. So that's a, that's a pretty nice curve for those at home who like to build charts and graphs. 15, 22, 25, 40 plus is the last few months. And I'm assuming your net margins have kind of crawled up into the low 20s, 25, maybe where you got? No, no, my margins are a little low. I'm a big tool guy. So I've, you know, because I'm only five months in, yes. I've really gone heavy on the expenses, just trying everything. I got so I, I'm okay with that because I don't need the money right now. I and mean, I'm, I'm literally building a system and building something that is scalable and something Very that smart. I can do long term. Yeah. So, I want. To, I need to make money, right? It's. I'm not trying to not make money, but right now with all my expenses, I'm only at a 13 and a half percent margin and a 24 percent ROI. So I'm. I'm okay with that now. Sure. As I've built out the systems and I've automated more, and I've. I kind of choose the tools that actually make me money, and then get rid of the ones that that just didn't really add value to my business. I know that profit's going to go up. But um, you know, it, it beats the stock market, especially right now. Oh, no and, uh, doubt, it beats man. Thirteen percent? Um, Are you kidding me? Yep. I mean, so you you know you t you shared with us earlier. You're working three or four hours a day. You know that that's on the high end. So for basically, you've got a part time gig that's putting five six thousand dollars a month in the bank right now. Correct. 
And that, that, that number will double very soon and your number of hours needed for you to work will probably go down as you build this system. But you're just a few months in. So yeah, your trajectory is incredible. And if I could add to that trajectory story just a little bit, I see you being one of those guys who has to fire your boss at some point. And then, <laughs> you know, I mean, you may have a great job and you stick around forever. If you're watching today, boss, Paul told me he loves working for you guys. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> but, you know, if something happens and something changes and you are able, you know, I'd love to get you on the team and get you plugged in, leadership role of some kind, creating content. You're obviously a creative guy. You gave us a great tip today on that uh, watch it tool that we're going to, you know, look into. And I'm sure many of people are going to try it, take a shot at it. That's just one of dozens of little tips that kind of float from this podcast. But that's the trajectory I see you heading on, man. Is this into this leadership role? You're very articulate. You take this very serious. You take your role as a follower of God and as a husband, as as a father, and as a business builder seriously. And that just shines through. That's the kind of people we want in leadership around here. So it's an honor getting to know you, man. But that's what I have in mind for the, your trajectory a year from now. I can't wait to see where you at. Get you on stage, man. Let's uh, let's go. You And you will hit that 100,000. There's no question in my mind. That may be too conservative of a goal for you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really where I need to at least be able to consider going full-time. So, um, you know, I, I have a plan. That was one of the little nuggets that came out of uh, one of my first calls with my coaches was to really just track everything and to say, okay, if you have a goal, just kind of create the table and just, you know, here, here's where you're at now. You kind of calculate your, your cost of goods and your, your average revenues and your margins. And then you can just see what you have to spend each month based upon your historical data to, and then your step process to reach that goal. So that's, that's what I have every month I update it. You know, I, I track my new, you know, what is my cost of goods? You know, what is my, what is my revenue? What's my ROI? And then um, I just have a path of, of how quickly I think I'm going to be able to get to my, my first goal of uh, $100,000 months in order to uh, at least consider making this uh, full-time. When, when do you think you'll hit that 100K, that first month 100K? When do you think you'll hit it? You know, based upon the projections, probably by the end of the year. And I, I'll, have, I'll have the tailwinds of Q4. So, yes. um, that's you know, what I was thinking. Uh, I think you're going to have hundred K December. I was going to challenge you to make it happen. If you didn't already have that in mind. Again, yeah. I love the concept of tailwind of Q4 because people spend a lot more money those last few months of the year, especially November, December, everything dies. Don't be shocked. If nobody buys anything Christmas day, they won't, or the day after that. And probably the day after that, there's like a dead period there, but the rest of December is amazing. And following the replens model, January and February are very strong months as well we see many people have a stronger January than they do December. Because remember, replens, if you weren't aware, that it's boring stuff. It's not the hottest product of the day. It's boring every day. Like, give me an example of one of the boring things that you sell that you never imagined yourself selling. I'm sure you've got some of them. Like, oh, a like, a, um, like, a, like a gelatin item in order to yeah. make, uh, you know, kitchen baked goods. You yeah, know? Exactly. it's just... Who would have thought, right? But you're buying it for two bucks and selling it for 19 and there you go, right? Like, why not? Yeah. So I woke up this morning and somebody had bought 10 of them overnight. And, um, you know, it was a nice waking up to an extra $250 already sitting there in your seller account. Where normally it's just uh, 40 you, or 50, you, you Break know? that one down for me. What are you paying for it? What's it selling for? Did I guess right? That How one I paid, I pay seven ninety seven, and um, right now they're selling for 24. So it's, it's making good return. I mean, it's one of those that, I mean, I, it's been a replant of mine since almost the beginning. There was a period of time about a month ago where the price had dipped so low that it was no longer profitable for uh, for me to go. So I didn't restock it. I, I just kept it on my watch list and um, and I moved on. Well, then I have a system that I put in place of going back and rechecking those items. 
And so I went back and I rechecked it and I saw, hey, the price had bounced back and the sellers had dropped off and it made sense to, to restock. So I just threw 30 of them in again. It's one of the ones because I have the history and I have the data. I'm willing to go a little bit deeper on it. I don't need to do the testing anymore. I know what the drops in the keep and I know what that translates to what I can expect in sales. And so I put it back in stock. And like I said, I sold 10 of them this morning. So I, I think I'm still a little conservative. So yeah. um, you know, yeah. I need to place another order. Beautiful. That's a great example. And I would say 80 to 90% of the time, if it's a good replin ASIN that tanks on the price, it's going to come back eventually because mm-hmm. those sellers will learn their lesson and they're going to sell at a loss or get rid of their inventory. And then boom, up it goes again. If it was a good ASIN once before, it will be again. And you could put your virtual assistant in charge of monitoring any ASINs that you drop, checking them once a month to see if any of them came back to life. You don't have to be the one that does that, right? But I love exactly. it, man. It's a great process you've built and you're going to keep uh, engineering this thing out to something beautiful. I can't wait to hear, man. I want to have you back on the show at some point when you hit that 100K month. Be sure and let me know. And let me know what you think of the book too. Uh, Daniel Appen's book. I'd love to hear. But uh, yeah, we need to wrap this one up, man. What else is pressing on your mind though before we go? Anything else? Anything else in your notes you wanted to hit? Yeah, you know, the, the one thing I would bring up is um, there's processes you can put in place. I mean, following the replan method, is is crucial. I mean, it's 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 built my business and it's really helped me. But there's there's ways to put little tweaks on it. I I encourage anybody that's out there working on these and building their own businesses is is take the training, but then also think for yourself. Yeah. And there's things you can do that still follow the advice, but also that you can use to create a little extra step in the process or to make it you know increase the barrier to entry for somebody else. And any extra step you take, it's going to be there's going to be somebody that just gives up, right? You know, I think like the bundles is an example, you know, I mean, creating your own bundles and seeing some of the bundles you put together. There's any number of people out there that are not going to go through that extra work. I love finding sites that have a membership fee or have um, have some kind of extra step you have to take in order to get the right deals. An access um, gate I, of some kind that other people just access aren't gate. Take the time to. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's things you can do as far as um, finding, you know, evergreen coupons out there that, it, you know, it's, it goes against the buying at full price. But this is a coupon, you know, is 24-7, 365. And it's kind of a hidden deal that you find those things and you're always buying it at that 10% off or a 15% off. And you're able to buy it on a discount as a replin. And, you know, you figure out those systems and you figure out which stores will allow you to do that. And, you, um, you know, you're going to create a little bit of a moat that it's harder for other people to cross. Yeah, well said. Absolutely. And, and when you factor in the fact that there's millions of these underserved listings on Amazon, uh, the game is only beginning. The opportunity, we haven't even invented the best tools and strategies to tap into this opportunity yet. Hasn't even happened. Even with a whole bunch of us doing it, we're not even close. And Amazon, I know, marvels at the ability of this third-party reseller marketplace. The third-party sellers, us to fill their shelves with the stuff that's selling well and profitable. I had a senior vice president over North America tell me to my face over lunch that he invited me to, because we represent a large seller community, that we are so much better at filling their shelves than they are. They will never catch up. Like we can't hire enough good people and create enough good systems. You guys are just so good at it, right? And and we're still getting better all the time. But the business opportunity is is here in abundance. And if you're listening from outside the United States, I want to strongly encourage, for some reason, I just feel, feel the need to, to remind everybody, this is kind of a US only thing. Maybe a little bit Canada too. There's some people doing well in the UK, sure. 
But this isn't a global Amazon thing yet. Amazon US is exploding. So no matter where you live, that's the low-hanging fruit. And we can help you out with that as well. We've got a course just for our international students called internationalaz.com. It's one of the modules in the Proven Amazon course. So that's you. I don't want you to feel like you've been left out. Uh, it can work from anyone using a prep center just like Paul does. But yeah, great last tip, man. Find ways to put just a little more work in there. We've got the Proven Brand Building module, another module of the Proven Amazon course that talks about how to create those bundles and make them unique so that no one else can compete with you on some of those popular items that you discover. Create a unique bundle, put it in a refrigerator magnet, put it under your own. Have you, have you gotten brand registered yet by any chance? I haven't, no. I mean, I, the step I have... you'll need to take to protect those bundles. Exactly. I know it's it's on my list right now. I'm just uh, finding too many just standard off the shelf and uh, exactly. we're having a good success with it. And it's just a matter of, I have a list of all the things I want to do next and maybe revisit wholesale, you know, make it more part of my business, you know, yeah. create bundles, maybe, maybe consider private label at some point. But sure. right now I'm scaling too much with just OA and I haven't hit the wall yet. So no, keep you it going on what's working. You won't. When you're ready to do the, uh, the brand registry, give the coaching office a call, Humminbird. Stick out my show notes for. I don't have time to go into what Humminbird is, but we can help you with your brand registry, treadmark, and all that. We'll stick a link in the show notes. But uh, yeah, beautiful man, great story today. Really great hanging out with you. And seriously, I'm I'm excited for your trajectory, buddy. I uh, can't wait to see where you're going next. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been great talking to you as well. And uh, obviously, I I value this community so much. So it's been great to spend some time with you and hopefully help some other people. Oh, you definitely did. I I totally promise you will. And let me just tell you right now, and for the listeners' sake too. Paul's going to get hundreds of messages. There's no need for you to answer them all. If you do answer them, just send them back to the community for us to help the Facebook group. Like, hey, it's a great resource. That's where I learned. Go ask your question there. Uh, but you may pick up a few new friends along the way too. We we love seeing that happen. But uh, yeah, we're getting about 100,000 downloads a, a month of this show right now just on iTunes. So there's going to be some people you know, trying to get a hold of you. But yeah, respect Paul's privacy and time and, and just jump into the Facebook group. There's 70,000 Guys like Paul and others and our coaches in that group every day to help you with the questions that you have about this business. And it's free. So be a part of it. Silentgym.com has links to all that. We got a bunch of links in the show notes today. So just to talk to the listeners for a moment, we're so glad that you hung out with Paul and I today. Thank you for giving us some of that valuable asset, your time. We truly appreciate that. I hope we delivered some tremendous value and encouraged you, maybe not just with business, but with other things as well. You know, Parenting and relationships, business is about all those things. And Paul's on a great trajectory. I'd love, I wish we'd had more time to go into kind of where those key pivot moments were for you when your health became a more serious matter. And like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I think we could probably do a whole other episode on that at some oh, point, yeah. but <laughs> congratulations on making that journey, man. I think you're going to inspire some people. So thank you, Paul. Great job today. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, just, it's all connected. So the more you it can is. work on yourself, the more it's going to affect you in business and all that. So yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's not separate. Yeah. The, the battle's internal on all of it right? It's decisions we make, but a conversation for another day, I'm sure. But yes, sir. for all the uh, business building warriors out there, God bless you. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to have another great episode with you again very soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.